pick and choose. He, you hear the animosity? Are we still recording? You recording Ace, me, remember, Ace, please. Yeah? <laughs> You're recording this, Ace. <laughs> remember, okay. We should compile some outtakes. No, because that'd be a disaster. It would be so it would be bad. bad. Everybody would be getting cussed out. Okay. You lot don't know what we talk about off mic. <laughs> yeah, they do. Ace is always in earshot of it. He knows all of it. No, I'm saying our listeners. Oh, we, okay. We're starting here, but we've been starting from before. <laughs> but that's an after. Do they call it after dark special. I don't even think it will be that. It will should be have to like actually you should put it up and special. say you have to subscribe. You'll pay like one ninety nine and right? to hear it. <laughs> Damon, would you pay for that? What's that noise? Would I pay for what? <laughs> to hear us gangbanging before the actual recording starts. Gangbanging is in cussing, not the sort of gangbanging. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, I, I may not pay for that. <laughs> but the first one you thought of, you were like... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Cheryl on her own. <laughs> That's another show. Okay. All right, so, All right, good are. evening. Good night, good, what are we? It's good night today, nice. yeah. Good night or good evening. Bonsoir. This is Two Girls on the Mic. With this is, an extra additional Yeah, person. we've got um, one of our regulars. We have to call you a regular now. Do you know what? The thing is, yeah, I feel like, let me just be honest out here. Mm. I feel like Damon gets too much airplay on our thing. And it's not because, I'm not saying it's because I don't love you, Damon. This is a... <laughs> but I'm saying that every minute I see your name all up in our... Well, you know, who, who was it like Suge Knight? If, if you are somebody who's going to be all up in your videos, all in the videos, all, in the, all dancing in the, in the background. <laughs> so anyway, that's how I feel. Wrong. And I don't see the same love in um, cut the chat. Do you know why though? Do you know checks. why? Because I just, I am just in the right place at the right time. When we're doing cut the chat, mm. none of you are ever about. And if you were to be about. Even when you're not about, Damon. This one here. Damon. Damon. <laughs> I, we don't hear no Lala. And you definitely don't hear my name. Once in a blue moon, I hear, <laughs> yeah, suff it, suff it, Lala. Oh, no, your name gets mentioned, but it, it can't be... It, it, can't be. <laughs> it gets name. mentioned in the, in the group chat. Yeah, we heard in the group chat. It can't like, be Ed. I know them once. Yeah. Can't oh. be Ed. Anyway, P- so... P- picky lips. So... <laughs> Do you know what? I have a video of that night that I sent to you. The last, the and Victor actually is in this video as well. I sent it to Cheryl. You know, you're scrolling through your videos trying to clear space. This came up, so I've got actual but, photographic. I did not video say evidence. to the guy. I was actually genuinely concerned. It was uh, Lee. Uh, how dry his lips were. <laughs> <laughs> they were bad. They were bad. Okay. Did you see them? Dave? No, I didn't. I... No, they were. They were bad. <laughs> they, they were, were so bad. bad that they stopped me in in the midst of my drunkenness to be concerned. Like, do you? Drink I didn't even liquids? speak. I was just at a loss for words. I was just like, there's, there's no words for this. So. Anyway, so yes, sorry, this is two girls on the mic, and if you're listening, we have Damon from Cut the Chat back again. We've said before that he is a regular. He's a welcome regular today, because we've got lots of kind of boysy stuff 
that we want to talk about. So mm. we were telling Damon that we wanted to speak about the whole Terry Crews situation um, because he was saying he was having a very, very lively debate in his own barbershop Yikes. about it. Um, if you lot haven't heard, Terry Crews has basically um, given a, a very emotional testimony before the US Senate this week about how he was assaulted, sexually assaulted by um, a guy called Adam Bennett, um, who I believe works for... He's like a Hollywood agent. So mm-hmm. he represents a lot of like yes. very, very famous people. So this assault took place a couple of years ago. Um, Terry, I think maybe about, a, has he been speaking about it for about a year now? Feels like Yeah, it, close yeah. to that. And he is literally, he's part of the Me Too movement, but he's literally the only man that has very publicly come out and said something about it because he just feels like the time is right Mm. it's wrong he understands where the women are coming from Mm. so this is his stance on the whole matter so we want to hear from a guy's perspective what you know guys have been saying and as damon is surrounded by men all day and they spoke about it today what was the verdict in the barbershop so uh, we we believe Mm. that this assault took place in a party Right. Or mm-hmm. a gathering. Yeah. And it was. his wife was there. Yes. Right. So <laughs> I believe because so basically we started talking about this because fifty cent come out and and just started heckling my man, saying mm. that uh, you know, look how big you are, rally, rally, right, how you gonna let next man, you know, sexually abuse you, this and that and that. Um which I don't necessarily agree because of your size, because of your physical size. Um, so basically, my my and, and I think Fifty Cent has made a few comments along the line of, if you took this abuse back then mm. to further your career, don't talk about it now, innit? Because that was a decision that you made then. I understand that point mm-hmm. because I, there was a point where something's happened to you. That you don't like, you don't agree with, but you've accepted it to better your career. Now that your career is in a certain place, don't moan about what happened back then that you chose to accept or not talk about back then. My second point is, hands down, I do not care who you are. You cannot violate me whilst I'm with my missus. Mm -hmm. That's not happening. Never in a million years. And not do nothing about it. You don't have to lick man down. You don't have to thump off his head. Do you understand? You can just and it, and if we're gonna if we're gonna <coughs> if we're gonna look at the the obvious thing, which is Terry Crews's physical size and stature. Mm. Your physical size and stature. <laughs> Ace. <laughs> Michael. Yes. yes, Ace. Your alarm's going. <laughs> How can a man have a car and his alarm's going off? He doesn't even know his, his thing. Oh, now there's a cracker in the back. Oh, now there's a crack in the back of What's his car. The point the eating his McDonald's that he left in there about two weeks ago. Look at <laughs> This guy. Anyway. Mm. So, so, you know, you, you could hold a man. Mm. You could whisper in man's ear. You could just clap to him. Oh, Rupert, don't ever do that. Don't do that. Are you mad? It, it doesn't have to go to that level of violence, which I understand because Terry Crews, Terry, Terry Crews come out and said, well, you know, I'm 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 the angry black man. Society sees me as the angry black man. I could have done what they expected me to do, and I'd probably be in jail. Or I could have, you know, the police could have come. I could have been shot. So many young black men mm. 
embarking on a on on a journey to success have been cut short because they've made one wrong decision and now they're in jail or or they're dead. I understand that. I totally, totally, totally understand that. But not everything has to end in violence. You could have dealt with that situation in so many ways other than getting physically violent Mm -hmm. with the person. I just disagree with you not doing nothing at the time. I'm not down with that. Like, and, and I've had conversations in the barbershop so many times about, oh, if you're with your missus and three guys walk up to her and one of them touches her, her bum, what are you going to do? If I'm popping off, cuz. If I hold licks for it, then I hold licks. Like, I don't care how many of you there are or how big you are, you're not violating, and I see it and I accept this. Mm. That's mad. That's absolutely mad. So we had this conversation today. I like to say to people, so take my missus out of the, out of the equation. That's my daughter. So I'm letting my daughter know that Boy, you know what? There might be a time we have to hold a violation. No, do not hold the violation. Don't, no, don't, don't hold it. Don't, don't hold it. That's my attitude. Don't hold it. I think with the the, although I understand maybe like on paper, if you were writing like a formulaic response to um, this happens, how do you respond? And everyone would be like, oh, I would do this, I would do that. I think what. Um, history has kind of, and even recent history has kind of shown us that when it comes to sexual assault is that there's some different kind of power dynamic at play and it creates um, maybe what what, what non non, um, people who haven't been violated in that way wouldn't necessarily understand because I think it doesn't it's not just the the physical violation but there's also that power dynamic which is being used and deployed and I think what loads of um people who have been um sexually sexually assaulted talk about is not knowing how to react because it's so unusual and it's so unexpected and sometimes the assault comes from um, somebody that you wouldn't expect to do that shit to you. So you, you know, you don't, your immediate faculties are almost like shocked out of play, basically. And it's difficult to react in the way that perhaps people know your personality and expect you to be able to react. That's just my understanding of when something like that happens. It's 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 a shock and maybe maybe it's because it's so out of character and it's so unexpected that you don't go to your normal your normal, you response. normal response. Yeah, you just you mm. you're almost kind of shocked into nothingness because it's so kind of like you know what the fuck i agree 100 percent. but as i said today in the, in the conversation in the shop i my comments are solely based on this situation yeah and from what i know about this situation terry cruz actually decided to do nothing yeah because he thought it might affect his career that's that's not and, the story that he's been telling though is that am what i wrong with saying this? what he's been saying which a lot of people have been missing is that when he was at the party the guy Adam Bennett 
obviously sexually assaulted him and he was like, bruv, what, what are you doing? Yeah. And his wife had to stop him from literally, that's what happened. See, I don't know none of this. So there you I, go. Well, I was... actually said this a few times in okay. interviews and it's like, people are missing that point. There is, and this is the thing, it's like, if somebody comes up to you and starts grabbing your, your private oh, well, area, that... I would imagine your immediate reaction is like, bruv, what, what are you doing? If that's... And if okay. you're a man like Terry... And you're with, and he's with his, and that's why he keeps saying, "I have to thank my wife for oh, being there." But well if it wasn't for my wife, he probably would have got not. And she—that's why he keeps bigging her up because she—he okay. is saying that she is responsible for being that, you know, the voice of reason. Don't do that well, because then. what's going to happen is you're going to get taken away. Our marriage is going to be in crisis. Our kids might not have a home. Blah, 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 blah. So this is the wife because she knows her husband and everyone is missing that point. Everyone's just seeing, well, Terry's a six foot plus man and he's this ha- however many pounds and he used to play in the NFL. You know he should have done this. He should have done that. Mm-hmm. I could imagine his reaction would be just like yours, just like any man that I know. However, if you've got somebody beside you who is looking out for your interests, like a wife is supposed to, and she's got the foresight... To be like, don't do this here because it would be worse for you. So his whole point now is like, look, whatever happens, I was going to end up in court anyway. I stand corrected. Yeah. I stand corrected. I, I knew none of that. Yeah. And, so the, and as I said, the argument today was based on him choosing to do just nothing. Like standing because, I think because, well, that's, I think that's because weird the, to me. I'm like, who's gonna, just going to stand there and just be like, all right, then we'll grab it again. No, you know what it is? I think because there was a clip that I saw of him on TV and he said um, something like, um, you know, you have one little to no chance or one chance yeah, of I being successful that. as a black yeah. man in America. And I understood what he said. When you as we all do, I'm not just saying me, like as we all have now, I think, well, let me just talk from my perspective, Mm. getting older, really kind of, and I guess with the advent of social media and all these things that have been going on in the news, you kind of get an understanding of the black American experience a lot more. Mm. And I recognise that a a lot of them, they may not explicitly know it, but they have been almost mentally cowed into submission in in certain things because he's saying and he's recognizing that even if he is um you know famous and successful in his own right that that could be snatched away with one errant mm. reaction to something and that's it and every not just like everything your hangs job's on gone, that. like everything is yeah, gone that's how your they house, will tear you your, down your they'll marriage, finish you. your kids can't go to the school that you like all of the things that you're trying to build like because it just wouldn't gone. just be you know we're thinking about maybe it would just be like one punch and a, that's it put yeah. a man on his back it's not because then that guy will probably bring some kind of litigation mm. the media will probably turn against him and paint him as the angry black man he'll be, never get any more offers mm. again and that will be the slow decline mm. yeah, of yeah. everything that. he'd from, worked from for what I understand it Adam Vent is kind of very similar to Harvey Weinstein yeah. in the sense that he literally holds the keys yeah. so well, that, like, well, that, you... that was that whole move it's mm. like you know there's no bigger statement to somebody who's physically bigger than you who mm. you know can just end your life quickly mm. by grabbing his balls mm. and be like fam 
I what, own all of what this. What you going to do? And that's move, it. Yeah. I own all of this. Yeah. Can you imagine some little weedy little guy coming up to you because he's got all the money and all mm. the power? All the contacts. Like, yeah. as big as you are, your size isn't going to help you. And I think the thing that we have to recognise, and it's a lot of the time it's missed, it's even missed in, um, uh, you know, in my profession when they talk about sexual offences. It's not about sex. It's, not, it's, it's hardly ever about titillation or satisfaction for the perpetrator. It is about mm. power. Mm. It's about somebody um, wanting to wield power over you, wanting to strip you of your power. Mm-hmm. That's what it's actually about. Yeah. That's why. That's why they do it. It's not. It's not. It's not touching your balls because he, he feels like he wants to grab some balls. Mm. It's, it's not. It's not giving him a hard on because he's touching your balls. It's giving him a hard on because he's diminishing you mm. whilst touching your balls. Ugh, do you know what it's I mean? Gross. It's yeah. It, I mean it's okay. So what? So then like, so like Fifty Cent and what's his name Russell Simmons then like. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, it, people people may not know, and I heard this today that Russell Simmons sent Terry Crews a message yeah. to say, Don't drop, talk about drop the charges mm. or whatever, whatever. Fam, you've got your own Me Too but situation going on. <laughs> right? so you need to worry about I'm that. Right? You understand? That's, right? that's what you need to worry about. Yeah. I was like, Russell, is this really the hill you want to die on today? But it's a, sad in, it's a sad indictment of the way it goes. It is. And he so brazenly did it. He knows he's got these issues um, then, going on. And even today, another story came out um, this other woman who, I think she's a writer. Mm. Um, again, she's accusing Russell and this, um, the former presenter of, I think, BT 106 and Park, his name's AJ Oh, Calloway. AJ Calloway. Yeah, she's mm. accusing both of them, apparently, of um, rape. So now you see, and then and so this is this is where we get to. This is where we get to, and this is really, this is the vicious circle of it all. Mm. So... You'll have somebody like Russell Simmons saying, "Don't, don't talk up, mm. don't speak out," and so some people don't speak out. Yeah, and so their perpetrators go free, mm. and they'll be doing it to more people. And because no one's spoken out, who wants to be that first person? That's why it goes back to your point mm. that I don't know if we said it on mic or off mic, and that's why I agree with you. I absolutely one hundred percent rate Terry Crews mm. because you see that your first who 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 who, who are you gonna tell mm. who, who who are you going mm. to go and tell that someone did X Y and Z mm. you know I don't want to talk about this subject because it's just fucked up who are you gonna go and fucking tell this person did and you're standing there with your lone self so someone can say why did you go there why did you do that why did you work fuck that shit Mm. so most people swallow it say that ain't happening again and and move on but do you know how many hundreds of people there are out there thousands Mm. that have had to just swallow and move on and then you've got that slime ball Russell Simmons telling people not laughing to talk emoji out. as well under um, Fifty Cent's post. I think you it's put sad. the laughing emoji under Fifty. Russell Simmons. Ah, oh, he's wiling. <laughs> nah, he's wiling. <laughs> nah, he's wiling. Nah, he's wiling. Literally, wilding. as Fifty put up. So as Fifty's mocked my man. Yeah. He's put the laughing emoji underneath. Yeah. And this, this is. Let me just. Let me Russell, just say. Come see, on. This is a man. This is a man with daughters. He obviously don't mm. believe in karma. All the yoga he's doing, he don't believe in karma. I do. Mm. 
carry you, on you laughing, just, isn't it? You couldn't just laugh to yourself. You had actually... But laugh at what, though? What are you laughing at, though? There's nothing to laugh at. He's literally laughing at his character. He's laughing at 50 Cent. No, no, he's laughing. 50 Cent basically posted the the video of Terry giving his testimony. And he's mocked it. And he's mocked it. And then underneath 50's comment, Russell's put a laughing emoji. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're laughing. What? Like, like, what? It (laughs) speaks to his... I think it speaks to his character. That's that's a sick man. I think it actually speaks to his character. And as as they say... So somebody made the point on Twitter today. It's the... Uh, a guy actually made the point and he was saying how he's like being disappointed in the reaction of men overall, particularly black men. <laughs> mm. Ace's car has been a problem since he bought it. So much issues. It's all right, Ace. But yeah, no, basically saying how he's been disappointed in the reaction from black men in showing a lack of support and not realising that actually this is going to benefit you at the end of the day because the reality is when you're a young black man going into the entertainment industry, that whole industry isn't run by people who look like you. So there are people in the upper kind of echelons of of power who will abuse that power onto you as big and as, you know, as masculine and, you know all of these things that you think that you are, and they will use that against you. So Terry, being the the veteran he is in the Mm. game, being in there as long as he is, is saying what he is saying, Mm. and he's getting that reaction. What does that mean for you? And you know what? So so you know what it feeds as well, and what it drives is that same thing that we've spoken about before on the show, toxic masculinity. Mm. Because it means that, you know... Men, men may be put off from show, from from being quote unquote vulnerable, and vulnerable is just speaking the truth. Mm. Yeah, this bullshit happened to me. You know, that's that's vulnerable. So so now it's, it's, you're encouraged, you're encouraged by your peers to just hold it. So if if any kind of BS happens behind any kind of scenes, mm. and you happen to get touched or worse, which has happened, mm. you hear about it. Do you guys talk about that in the oh. shop, Damon? Just about like sexual abuse that happens to like if there's a story that comes up and it's about sexual abuse towards men, just in general. What is like the general no. thought of that in the in no, the in the don't. shop? Because I, I I don't know of any story that's come up. Yeah, I honestly don't. Every now and then we might talk about being physically abused by your by your missus or whatever else. <laughs> see how you two have laughed? You see what I mean? It's no, but, but, no, but it's not because it, because it's the whole thing of can a man be put in that position where... Of course he can you be. You understand what I'm saying? But look how you talk about that. Oh, he can, he can. It's just I wasn't really expecting it. Yeah, but this is nervous laughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you understand what I'm saying? No, no, I'm laughing like, because I laughter. know how the conversation made this. <laughs> no, but you know what it is? Because we, we try to look at every angle and mm. it's like, it's like, no, like, real talk. <laughs> how are you reacting if you find that your man, your your, your break is holding licks from his girl? Like, how are you reacting? Yeah. But that's Be- another because kind of masculine. But, and, of thing and the is thing like is, your, your masculinity is because we can't. It's, it's, it's not a woman. next. It's not. It's not a next man. So you can't go around and just thump up man. <laughs> you can't go and thump up your girl. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So then it's like, well, hold on, wait. No, this, it's yeah. a mental thing, and, and then it's just like it's you're, you're having to try and, and, and talk your power into you know and it's it's to me it's no different from having a female female friend who right. you know is in a bad relationship mm. you understand mm. like i can tell you all day long this guy's a dickhead you can mm. ring me every sunday mm. 
after holding more licks. Mm. You're going to leave when you're ready to leave. Mm. You understand? All you can do is be there and, and support. But mm. as, as, as far as that, what, what we're talking about is concerned, because even what you were saying earlier about about who's going to come out and be the first person to say something and who mm. do you tell and because I'm sure Terry Crews isn't the first the only person that this has happened to that's what I'm saying and, and the thing is the thing is A it's it's I suppose I, I, I have a different standpoint because I'm self-employed mm. and I don't need anyone to verify me getting work yeah do you understand Hollywood is totally different there's people mm-hmm. that are in Hollywood mm-hmm. that go there broke and die broke mm-hmm. they don't make it mm-hmm. there's a million and one people that that happens so I think the people that are successful the percentage is so low yeah. something Very ridiculous low, right? mm. so but I think because it's so amplified people think it's a lot it's like no it's the same regular set of people that you see all the time mm. exactly so I think for, for you to potentially have to accept being violated and people get violated all day long mm. more often than not it's verbally mm. you've gone to work you've had to put up with shit mm. and you know what else happens just to cut in you know the, the, sometimes when you're in a, um, an industry maybe like the violations get normalised because mm. maybe you do speak to someone mm. and they're like yeah that's just, like maybe yeah. people were speaking out about Harvey Weinstein and mm. everyone's just like you know this yeah, like saying, when, oh that's Harvey being Harvey sort right? of thing that was the attitude yeah. right yeah. so it kind of gets normalised and then you start <laughs> to think wait maybe am it's I me. The, yeah. you know there's times when I might see it's like a different level of effery going on somewhere and like everyone's kikiing and I'm like Hold on, I feel angry about it. You feel, am I there? Am I kicking off too much? So if no one's not saying anything, let me not yeah, say anything. And then. And, then, and then you are the person that is now upsetting what I've got going on. Yeah. Do you understand? So unless, and, and the thing is, it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a slow process. It's going to be a slow process. Mm. And slowly, one by one, you're going to get more and more support. Mm. And, and I think until the movement... Mm is big enough that people don't need to worry about I have to accept this mm. to make sure I get paid or make sure I get that, mm. that job. You know, so 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 I think So that's uh, a culture shift mm. that you but, uh, but then I, I yeah. think I think it's almost like we have to slightly turn away from this whole me too thing. Mm. Slightly mm. Take forty percent or fifty or sixty percent of our energy away from this me too thing mm. and divert that to people like Tyler Perry, and and put it put put that energy in helping building what he's trying to do mm. and what Oprah's trying to do and what other black people are trying to do. So I don't have to go over to those people that don't understand my culture and don't understand me mm. to get work because mm. I'm because my man's doing his things for so long and he's mm. popping off for so it's popping off so much mm. that it's not a hundred man going for the lead role in his next black film mm. it's a hundred man going for the lead role in 20 different productions mm. from a sitcom to a theatre production mm. to a film a comedy film to a, a war film to whatever else so we, we built a big enough infrastructure yeah mm. that okay I don't have to go to to what 10 years ago was the leading casting agent yeah, yeah, run yeah. by my man who's very very shady mm. but everyone says fam if you want a bus <laughs> you gotta sign up with them the flip side to that is if we don't do it as 
a culture shift and we just do it as, well, we're going to leave, we're going to, you know, move away from those gatekeepers and create our own. We're going to create our own within the same overall culture. So what you might find is that although it's, you know, these things are now being headed up by Owen and Tyler Perry, you're still going to have certain snakes that are going to be the CEOs there. Mm that are going to start well, abusing it, younger people be, in that It will be your Russell Simmons yeah. Yeah. and them man there. Yeah. And so, people coming Russell up behind them like, because they like, haven't been checked. Yeah, yeah. They'll like, be the new ones that are doing thing, it. You see the Me Too movement, I feel like it's slowly gravitating towards like the hip-hop industry. And oh, I don't know who said it. I, I don't know if it was Femi said it or one of you lot said it, but it was literally, you see when it licks hip-hop and R&B? And you remember the stuff, is it Amarian? Amarian, what is it? Amarian, one of them, one of them B2K youths. You remember when they oh, come when out? The, oh, with um, their manager, yeah. and allegedly uh, um, sexually assaulting yeah. them. Yeah, and he rang his bread and he, and he and, but he didn't know that he was on. The, he was recording a yeah. conversation, mm. you know. And <laughs> it's it's sad. I think I think Hollywood, and I'm very sure there's other places in the world, but we're talking about Hollywood. I think mm. Hollywood allows you to live your most demonic life mm. like I remember years ago when I was Walt s- Damon's back young. Walt Damon's <laughs> back <laughs> I remember when I was super young something, there was something on TV about America and I said to my dad and I'm, a, I'm probably about 13 14 I said to my dad oh yeah America everything's glamorized within mm. America all we watched was American things yeah. back then and he and he just said he just said to me America's the devil <laughs> but you know as a you belly of the beast you know as a you yeah or your granddad or your grandma would just yeah. say something random mm. and the, and then they would start dishing up the rice like we, what does that mean <laughs> what are you talking about I know the devil has some red thing with horns <laughs> and a stick to stab you with you understand, but as I get older, yeah, I now know, and I and I look at these, and I look at these places, and, and you you do look at Hollywood, and 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 I'm talking Hollywood film, music, all of that, and it's like entertainment industry, and and, and the thing is as well, because it, it's such a close knit community. Mm. You know, a job, a, a, a position comes up over there. Don't worry about that. I have got a man. And the man that you're putting forward knows how you behave, and they probably behave the same way. Exactly. You know, yep. and it's and it's all whisper, whisper, whisper. Protect this person, i.e. Russell coming out telling man fam louder thing. Because I'm very sure you probably got some connection with this you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And but it makes sense because it's like, oh, listen, La La is peak mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Chat to your bridging show, and then I chat to my people about your thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, it's all, it's it's all quite, of that. Um, it's it's all of that. Yeah. It's and I think, of that. I think I, I, I completely understand what you're saying about, you know, your dad making that point because I think that's what we're now opening our eyes to, the cesspit yeah, that is absolutely. all of these entertainment industries. I think as well, do you know what? I think because the world is getting smaller, I've got used to social media and everything and everybody is, like, well-connected. Um, so we're able to kind of like control the narrative a little bit of what information we get and put out there as well. Whereas before, maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago, it was very much 
the industry, the media controlled everything in regards to what people were seeing. So they just showed hearing. us the glitz and so the glamour. So they just showed us, yeah, literally the polished smoke and mirrors. We, they, you know, people didn't know back then what was going on behind closed mm. doors. Now it's like the average person who isn't in, involved in certain industries yeah. will have a certain insight into that. So but it's remember like, when they used to say a few years back about the casting couch even in 1950s yeah. Hollywood they used to work the casting couch mm. so that whole and that's how the, the culture was allowed to mushroom yeah, but you're yeah. right now it's, it's coming up more and we're becoming educated about it and hopefully that will lead to you know young people because that's where my fear lies young people who might not have those Very robust yeah. personalities to be able to just swallow it and say I'm still living do you know what see I I now, I now don't look at you in any particular way mm. if you made that decision to hold it, mm. yeah. accept it for, for the betterment of yourself to a certain point. Mm. Because as I said, my standpoint is for I'm self-employed. Mm. I've been making my own pee from since I was yeah. like 16, 17. I don't need anyone to say you can. You understand? Mm. Like I could, I can make money from from <coughs> from my house, from my garden, from mm. pavement. If it gets peak, Cheryl, mm. let me come and use your electricity and mm. set up something in your shed. Mm. I'm fine. But as you said, these people that have been grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding, and they're putting up with people are putting up with shit on a daily basis. Mm. You understand? Like, you know, I'm putting up with. Sly looks from people on the underground. I'm putting mm. up with sly looks from people at the cash point. We're putting mm. up with shit on a daily basis, mm. and that I, you're not affecting my life whatsoever. Mm. If it comes to the point where it's like, no, nah, you you need to you need to make a decision. But hopefully, all of those people that have accepted it, yeah. Once you get to a place mentally. And not necessarily financially, but mentally, where you're mentally strong enough to say, yo, I, this happened to me and I've, I've made the decision to be a part of the movement that makes a change. Yeah. Yeah. So my children and my children's children don't have to accept this. Because I, I, I can't jump on any, everyone that says, right, it, mm. you accepted it, so shut your mouth. You know, and the thing is as well, we're just talking about the ones that maybe have decided... And they've maybe explicitly done it for the sake of their career, but I never, I never really think it's, it's just that. I, mm. and I, I, I didn't get personally. That sense from I Terry just either. The minute he mentioned his family, I was like, I get it. Yeah, but I don't. Like, even if I there was someone yeah. that said, "Oh, because of my career," it's not just to like to say because I still want that shine. Because mm. you still have to realize something horrific still would have happened to them. But I, what I really feel is like there's a certain sense of. calm mm. that you're able there's a certain sense of control that you're able to keep mm. if you don't speak out mm. because you see when you do speak out you got you got to tell your mum mm. you maybe got to tell your partner it might go in the press mm. Then you got police coming to your house, or you got to go to the police station. Mm -hmm. You got to stand up in court. Yeah. And then if you're one of them, like an actress or a singer, 
you might be semi-famous. Mm. TMZ gets the story. Yeah. It's then on the blogs. You know, it's not just, oh, I just wanted my career. I just don't think it's that basic. Mm. I really think it is. It's everything. You maintain. Mm. You see, when you're holding it like that, mm. you've got control of that. So it might be a painful control, mm. but you've got control of that scenario. The moment you say, this is what happened, mm. you've got people microscopically looking at it, mm. looking at you. It's, sometimes it's just, yeah. I, I get it. It's funny because um, you mentioned TMZ. They, I think it was them that actually filmed Terry as he was going in to give his testimony. And they said, oh, what do you think about what 50 Cent had to say? And he was like, I don't know, what did he say? So they told him. And his face just looked, you know, you know, you could just see annoyance just come over mm -hmm. someone's face. And it, for me, I felt really bad because I just thought, this is another black man tearing a black man down as he's about to go and give testimony about something that happened to him. That was awful. And the thing about, and I will say this for men and women, is that when people turn around and say, well, why are they only saying something now? It's mm. like, do you think that people want to stand on a hilltop and scream, oh my God, this amazing thing happened to me. I was sexually assaulted. I can't wait to tell everyone. Like it's, it's that easy to just go and just spill the guts in regards to something like that. It really bugs the hell out of me when people really get on their high horse and start talking about how, yeah, well, I would have done this. No, shut your mouth. You don't know what you would have done. You don't know. You you don't know. Shut up. Who said, who gave the example? <laughs> Was it me or did someone say it to me about if a guy had gone somewhere mm. and maybe had got rushed or someone stole his, hooked him up and stole his watch or stole his, you know, you'd, even certain men wouldn't come back and start telling their friends. Yo, Thank I went, you. I was, I went yeah. south and I got oh, boyed well, off. Actually, I was listening to, I think it was Femi on one of them lot's show talking about... Um, talking about giving a scenario about getting robbed who is it Somebody... i think maybe that's what i'm thinking yeah, of then. someone famous got robbed and femi was just oh, oh no look, it wasn't about someone i'm not famous. telling no one what i'm gonna do is shut my mouth go home and stay in my house and no one's gonna hear from and that me. so that's so that's that that's yeah. that and then you just start adding on and it's such, no I, mean. I think it was safari that got robbed and safari <gasps> similar thing came on the show do you, I think it was a radio yeah, show. Yeah, I remember that. Program. And he, he was crying. And Femi was just like, I'm not on it. I'm not coming on Ace's Ace yeah. show to sit there barling, telling people how I got robbed. But the thing is, when he broke that down, I kind of did understand what he was saying. Yeah, I, I totally got it. Safari maybe just being a package, like an entertainment package, yeah. and that was all part of it. But yeah, the, the whole point of, you know, certain man things would happen to them and they're not going to come back and sit down and confess, yeah, I went over south and, and, and a couple of men jacked me for my, <laughs> for my watch. It's not going to get spoken about like Have that. you ever been, wait, I mean, have you ever been robbed or? Yeah, when I was about 15. 15. Did you tell, did you tell immediately, like, what was the process of like the aftermath of that happening? It was one of them sly ones, innit? It wasn't mm. aggressive. I was on the bus. Yeah. Mm. A man sat next to me and asked to borrow my phone. <laughs> oh my God. Boring. I mean, like an idiot. I gave, gave him the phone in it. I was trusting. 
Oh. I thought he was locked out or something. I need to phone his mum. <laughs> <laughs> he just got up and walked off the foot of the bus. <laughs> like me like an idiot, I thought, I need to go downstairs to get extra reception. <laughs> then you saw him on the street and he was yeah, like, so, I've running away. No, he wasn't, he wasn't even running. He, just, he was still looking at me, innit? So I thought, okay, he's, he's going to, he's better reception there, so he's going to catch up with the bus later. <laughs> And then yeah. Damon sits on the bus, he sees mm. a guy getting smaller and smaller yeah. as he's walking yeah. away. <laughs> I think he might give me a thumbs up. <laughs> it works really well, thank Definitely. you. Yeah. Oh my God. No, it's serious though. That was, I mean, that was, I don't know. I've, I'm glad it hasn't happened since and I'm glad it happened then. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. So what, 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 what is this about? I was trying to about because we said that there there will be guys that maybe an almost analogous scenario not exactly but if you like you know you've gone somewhere and someone you know you got robbed by a couple man out of the ends you're not going to come back proud and boastful about it that might be something you can imagine a guy might be kind of like oh I'm going to hold that down you know and it's kind of like that same scenario because there's an there's an element unfortunately it's not not saying it's right but there's an element of shame behind it I didn't stand up I wasn't able to protect myself Mm. somebody was able to violate me sometimes that invokes feelings of shame in people No, but and it's partly think, that why people think, don't speak out. I think the whole robbery thing is a bit different because no, it is different. I accept that. It's um, yeah, and it's just with the robbery thing. It's just yeah, you just got rushed. You got whatever, whatever. Mm. I got jumped. This and that and that. They clapped this. They got they clapped that. Can I give another example? You know, um, there are some. I'm going to say mainly women, but of course it probably does happen to men as well like older women who get defrauded by those scams when someone will like pretend yeah. and say oh I'm in love with yeah. you da, da, da. Yeah. do you know and a lot the, the of them a lot of them don't speak out because yeah. I was listening to a, a call in radio show about mm. it and someone will phone up and saying this is the first time I've spoken about because I felt embarrassed mm. so when sometimes when mm-hmm. there's something that happens to you that might be grave and yeah. it might be like that that shame nobody shuts wants, down. Nobody wants to admit they're being violated, mm. really and truly, because it just means oh, you feel like a dickhead. Like, oh well, my god. The thing, I, I, I suppose, for, make, for men, mm. initially, I'm thinking the only reason I'm going to say something is for something for retribution. Yeah, that's the only reason. I'm not saying it because I want to share it. A problem mm. shared is a problem halved. Yeah. What? No, because I'm all right. I'm holding this mm, one. Mm, mm. Do you, but do that, you know what I mean? That's, like that's the train of thought that I that I kind of attribute to sexual assault victims. Like, who wants to tell you know? Yeah, where we anyone? Going? Where we going with this? Where we going? Because because yeah. the, the my first response it's going to be. It, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. If you say mm. this to me, it's going to be a couple of questions. The first question is, do you know them? Mm. because I know where we're going after that you tell me yes okay cool <laughs> you understand you tell me no then it's a police thing now immediately as you said before somebody's going to question you question did this happen you understand some people might not believe you yeah. this person's going to find out work might have to find out bloody bloody blah, blah, blah it's going to get technical. and then you're, you're seen as some victim mm. It's People gonna looking get in your boat race like you're a victim. Yeah. Fuck that so, shit, man. So, I, I, Who really wants that? I get it. I, uh, I, mm. Anyway, we've spoken about this quite a bit. So let's move on to other feisty violations from um, certain 
employees of the BBC. We're talking about Ace. We're talking about. I'm not talking about Ace. About to say. Would never, Ace would never. He's an angel. I was gonna but, um, doof him over. But Sir Alan Sugar. He's not even getting take, no take serve from me. Take, take the serve away. away. All right, we gotta take that off. You don't want to act accordingly. You don't get no. Sir ratings. Alan. Take the sir away. Take the sir away. Take sorry. the sir away. Alan. And he's not even sir. It's lords Alan. now. It's lords. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh yeah, I forgot lords. about that. It's a lord yeah, now. Whole lords. Do you he's know? be acting it's like that. Dickhead. Right. That's what it is. He decided to take his Twitter fingers and tweet an image of the Senegalese team, football team, <laughs> that are playing in the World Cup. And with, its, with some with, um, sunglasses, sunglasses and stuff. <laughs> superimposed on the floor. Don't looky, um, looky, people. Wow. What a face. Do you, you know what? Think, what was the caption underneath it? Oh, I think I've, I've I'm resourceful. Rec- I've reckoned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I think there was one where I, 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 I yeah, recognised some, some of these from the earth. Right. Yeah. Resourceful, now, fellas. Now, I just can't believe. <laughs> let me just, let me just be, let me just <laughs> be clear. <laughs> no, but let me just be clear. Because we can laugh and joke, mm. but let's laugh and joke all round. So when people are making observations about other people's race or faith, let that be acceptable and funny too. But it's not. And we know it's not. So Alan, stop acting brand new about, oh, I don't even, some people don't find it funny. Oh, I don't see why. You don't see why. Let someone have said, you know the score. Let someone have said some kind of, Sly left field backward thing about you know Jewish men or something they like did. that. That'd be completely you mean like Reggie, Reggie Yates. Yates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Reggie was... Yates, who no longer has a job now because of it, but because he spoke what... about you know the way that you know historically some managers who are you know Jewish have taken the piss with black creativity within the music industry, and consequently the Jewish community that, were I upset said, about it. Upset the about is, it enough. Is, that's even different because he's. Rightly or wrongly, he's making what he feels to be a gen. He's not even mm. trying to cuss, man. He's just saying genuinely. I, f- I feel as though I've observed that mm. did used to be what it was historically. Mm. I think Old that's Jewish guys. I think this did happen. That, whereas he was referring to one guy because there's one guy that is fat Jewish who lives in a particular. Yeah, because I think he said fat and Jewish as yeah. well, which but, does make it sound derogatory. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not championing what he said. Mm. I'm saying that there needs to be then equality in the way people respond to it. And it mm. comes back to something that you say often, and I really do take the point, that it's funny how somebody can be in like an oppressed group, mm. and a group that understands the dynamics of stereotypical things, being horrible stereotypical things being said against them, yeah. but yet act so obtuse when they choose to do it about another oppressed group and then people are in uproar and it's like, oh, well, I, you know, people, I didn't, they didn't understand why people didn't find it funny. Mm. How can you not understand? You. Do you know what if I've anyone noticed? even says anything, it's like yeah. big, big uproar. Do you know what I've noticed? And even um, Kanye West, he's guilty of this as well. I think when certain people from working class backgrounds or from minorities or from oppressed groups come into money and they're on the next level, it's almost like they forget what it's like yeah, to I was be say, they're, that they're, person or part of that group. Of power. Yes. Mm. And that's what, again, going back to power d- dynamics, mm. once you get that piece of power, it's, you forget everything. Brand new. Think Brand new. That you can just that's say what, what you it. want. Because mm. A, you used to be from that group because it's, it's okay. And B, because you're powerful, you're untouchable, I can say things like slavery is a choice. 
I can mm. say things like, look at the, the, the Senegalese team. The team mm. actually worked hard to get in the position that they're in now. You think it's okay to diminish them? They didn't just get in there because them. they got there. Mm. They had to work, they had to qualify to get into that, into you know, into the World Cup, the biggest I, I, tournament in the world, and this is what you're doing to I them. I think what he said was nothing short of disgusting and disgraceful. And I just want to go on record, out of all the words that I'm going to say on this podcast and, and, and beyond, that's actually what I think about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. We're going to go with all the Ds. I'm disappointed. I'm disgusted. And for somebody of his background and of, of what I know he knows, it's disgraceful. He said, you know when you have to draw for those ones? It's disgraceful. Alan, that's a disgrace what you did. When we spoke about a certain rapper the other day, Shazam, and I said, I'm really annoyed with everybody's doubling down on things when they're wrong. Because if you Mm. notice, so Alan, he tweeted that. Doubled down. Everybody was like, this is racist. And then he doubled down, so I don't know what the problem is. Mm. I've noticed that's a bit of a trend Mm. at the moment. Mm. But when people are being called out for something that's obviously clearly wrong inappropriate rather than saying do you know what i apologize blah 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 or even before they get to that stage yeah think Mm. think would you think are you you so arrogant Mm. that you think all these masses of people (laughs) are just being offended because Mm. they want to be offended because of you Mm. who the fuck are you Mm. They're offended because what you've said is offensive. Mm. Think. People don't think anymore. They're straight away. They're on this. No, mm. no. All, all, all of you, you are on are some wrong. crowd thought. <laughs> You're all wrong. I'm right. Double down, double down. Mm. Then some whack ass apology down the line. Mm. Or you get certain man talking about my experiment worked. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take a moment to think. Reflect upon what we've done. Are we right? And you know that reflection doesn't have to be an hour. Mm. Take two days. Take two weeks. But think, why is everyone Mm. so keen? You're right, so keen to double down. 20 minutes later, an hour later, you're doubling down. Mm. You're caught up in your own ego. It's ego. You you, You can't tell me what to do. Yes, we can and we have. What you did was wrong. So now it's like the BBC. Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr. You see her interview in The Guardian. She had an insert. So they printed an interview that she did with some rabbi saying, oh, I've now become become a magnet for hate. Sorry, you were spewing Mm. hate. You were likening somebody of of, of African-American background to Planet of the Apes. And Mm. you're talking about you've become a magnet of hate. I swear that other woman would be boiling up and down the place. He called the police on the little girl that was selling. Oh, look at! I forgot about her. Look at! What they call her? um, 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 Permit Permit Patty. They keep making up these names so that I love it. Barbecue Betty, Permit Patty. And that's another... When I watched that interview, at no point did she was, was she like, I'm sorry. Everything was about how she's suffering and about how she's going. You called the police on an eight-year-old girl. Worse than that. She lied about calling the police. Right. So you know what it means right. when you're saying I'm calling the police mm. on a black family. You know you know the implications of that. You know the, the fear that that can potentially cause because of what you see going on in the media. Mm. So that's why you drew for that. I'm calling the police. Mm. You're worse. You, you're, you're actually mm. worse. Yeah. yeah. 
And then you're there with tears. <laughs> I didn't think. I just know that's not me. Shut the hell up. I tweeted, man. I'm like, look, oh. white people, if you're a true ally of minorities and oppressed people, can you get people like her to. And there seems to be a lot of white women at the moment. I don't know what, what, what that is. Doing that. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Didn't you see the hashtags that I put on the on our page? <laughs> yeah. This shit is historical. Mm. It's not bizarre. It's not bizarre it's at all. It's a, a while. continuation well, you have to go back of a as trend. Far as like Emmett Till. It's a continuation and that of a trend. That little boy was fourteen and he lost his life because he allegedly whistled at a white woman. It's a continuation so it's, of a trend. So it's very sad. So it will be interesting to see how the BBC kind of handled this. I know they sent a press release. Basically, it's all swept under the carpet. Alan, yeah, they've, they've, they've dealt with it in, as far as they're concerned. Business like, is normal. Wait a second. What's interesting? On. You know what? We need to get to the point of. We need to get to the point of where we stop being shocked about this bollocks. Mm. I said it in a previous podcast. The system is working exactly as it was designed to work. <laughs> Why are we shocked? Why are people still like oh shocked? That they treat you at Windrush. Oh, shocked. Mm. Lethal bees talking about, I was treated in this way in this hotel. Oh, shocked. You think because you've now mashed peas that anyone is looking at you any differently. Let's just get real about ourselves out here. Because let me tell you something, it becomes easier. Mm. It becomes easier when you, when you see people for, the, for, the, for what they are. And you know how they see you. And you're secure in who you are. Forget all this jazz, man. Just <laughs> Forget all of it. Yeah, so, Alan, I, mean, I think the um, Senegalese government, they wrote a letter about it saying that they... they did they express that they, they wanted him to bothered. lose his job? They shouldn't even have bothered. It's not, nothing's going to happen. He's too They shouldn't even have bothered. Let's just know it's what it is. So it'd be interesting to see when something else like this happens again, how the BBC and the powers that be It's true, actually, because we'd just it. be compiling a dossier now. Yeah, very mm. much so. So anyway... So what are we thinking about the World Cup thus far? Are you enjoying it? Is that a loaded question? Do you want me to leave right now? <laughs> I'm just saying. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> racism. Oh, what did I say? I said, are you enjoying it? You, you, I'm you, enjoying you, it. You black people are, are you, racist. Am I, am I enjoying what, the World Cup? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying it. I'm not, I'm not enjoying it as much as I enjoy athletics. This is true, Damon. Yeah, I'm not we... enjoying it as much as I enjoy Wimbledon. Tennis. Why? 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 It's just I prefer tennis now to football. Over football. Yeah, I used to be a real big football fan. I like it. Was you a big football fan up until two days ago? (laughs) Cut my mic. Cut my mic. The thing is, like Damon and I come from an island that's just used to winning stuff and breaking records and just smashing. So it's just unusual for us to kind of like be in the space where you just constantly you know, constantly let down and disappointed. Like, I'm going to give you that because you know what? The thing is, me and my brother have been going back and forth about this. <laughs> and he said to me, Chez, I expected it. I saw it coming. What are you getting worked up for? Do you know what I think Nigeria needs to do? I think they're suffering from what England do as well. It's like they get, you get too excited before before your time. But you know and what? And it kind of sets a precedence. It's like, just like, just need to Hold calm it down, it down a yeah. bit. No, you know what? I think you're right because in a, in a, it, it, taking what you've said in, in a different kind of way, um, it's a good squad mm. and I'll be, I'll be interested to see what they'll do in four years' time. You've, you know what? I think you've, there's something that you've missed. What's that? There's a couple of things that you missed. 
So. Don't start talking about the 16-year-old goalie, don't. Because <laughs> I'll go home. Is he 16 or is he 19? <laughs> 19, 19. Well, no, 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 19. With, with, with them levels of ingrown hairs on that, his chin. Not, not, <laughs> mad. 19 plus 30, okay? Like, I'm looking at the whole team, I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm like, you know what, somebody, man? Do you know what somebody said to me? Do you know what somebody said to me? This, here's our, it was a Nigerian, here's our 19-year-old goalie who celebrated his son's 17-year-old birthday, 17th birthday the other Thank day. You. Thank you. You know, like man, man, like man, man said, understand, yeah. so what you're trying to tell me is three years ago, he was singing hymns in assembly. That big old oath, three years ago. Yeah. David, did you say oath? You understand what I'm saying? Three years ago, he was... You was wearing shirt and tie. He's yeah. a lie. He's a lie of lies. Oh my god! But I, what what I, what was a game where uh, the game? Be, I don't know who it was against, but the game before you lot got got beaten. So Iceland. Um, the first half was absolutely atrocious. Yeah, then they came out swinging in the second. Right, I know exactly what happened because I've seen it before. The suitcase landed from Lagos. <laughs> we know what's in the suitcase. It was bare US dollars. <laughs> and a couple, I just felt a couple like, cooler boxes of, of jollof. I just felt like a, like a cussing went down. <laughs> no, nah, nah. If you people don't... No, because I've seen it. Touch yourself. Cussing, are you mad? No, I've seen it before. Them, they, you know they get paid cash <laughs> yeah. when they play. And you know how many times where the... the they got the phone call. Yes, mm. the cash has left Lagos. How, how, much, is, Lagos. how much is there, please? Yes, there's, there's $37 million. <laughs> and you know, by the time the suitcase gets to you, it's like, wait, huh, excuse me, you say, how much? There's only $3.5 million. Yeah. We, can't, we can't do nothing with this. Yeah? The, the bag landed. Oh, my God. They secured the bag. Oh Man got paid. God. And the second half, it was a mad thing. That's the first thing. Yeah. You see what you lot need to do for, for the next World Cup. Why has it got to be you lot? Why has it got to be them kind of racist ones? Your lot. Your because mob. I, because it's... <laughs> that's your mob, it? Yeah, because, <laughs> Message me. That's your mob on the TV, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. He doesn't even call them Nigerians. He calls, them, he calls yeah. them Nigels. Na- <laughs> isn't the Nigels are playing all right, aren't they? <laughs> I you can't know, even. What you, know can I auto, say? you know the autocorrect. That's a mad thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nigels. <laughs> Nigels. You know what you lot need to do as well? You need to. You need to get smart with the thing. If you're going to try and do the judge, <laughs> do it with cooked chicken. Be Shut smart with the thing. Cook the chicken, yeah, and put it in your Wait, pocket. Wait, Oslo, wasn't there whole news stories about Nigerians to buying up chickens? That they wanted to do the thing. Live. No, but I think they just wanted it for... I don't know what, what they wanted to do for? to Go it. on, please. To be honest with you, okay? <laughs> please. He's don't from the other part of Nigeria. <laughs> oh, right, no. He's no, from Bush Park, no, yeah. no, no, he's from that side. <laughs> <laughs> from that side. That was like nothing to do I'm with from me. the southeast. He's from what that side. Okay, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what they were doing what with that. that. Chickens? What the hell? I don't know. Live they wanted to bring them live into the stadiums, didn't they? I don't know if it was for noise. I don't know if it was for... noise. I don't know what it was for. La, la. At least we jerk ours first. And literally, I don't know what it was for. <laughs> They've seasoned that thing up, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a judge thing. It's a judge thing. Oh, it's my God. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's a judge thing. But I, I would love to see an African team win the World Cup in my lifetime. I don't think he's far off. Because, mm. look, Nigeria has got a very, very, very good team. Yeah. I don't, I think, think, he's, so. I don't think he's far off. I think yeah. it's just, you know, with, with the right organisation... 
It's exactly it. Um, and, you know, getting over all of the kind of payment issues and all that kind of thing. <laughs> remember, it wasn't too long ago when the Nigerian president cancelled the team. You remember mm. that? Cancelled that. <laughs> and Ghana's, Ghana's no apparently on the madness or on the Ghana, Ghanaian FA or something because someone took a bribe somewhere this so is just like, all that corruption but see, you're that's right what gets yes. in the way of yeah, it yeah it does like you can't you can't do that otherwise you, there's no point there is actually no point because yeah. you're just going to ruin everything and i'm not saying that you know the fa mm. and other teams and we know all the scandals that have gone down so so called in fifa and all of that yeah. but if africa want to do what you're saying that they you know they can do and if mm. we want to see it in our lifetime there's got to be like you said it's just got to be the focus on the game yeah i was really like rooting for senegal today simply because i'm really enjoying seeing like a black um manager, manager like i was thinking about i was like all the african teams actually have a, like a white white coach, white manager, blah, blah, all the players are black, obviously. Mm. But it's nice to kind of see that. And he was just really involved in the game. It's mm. like, yes, a black team, an actual mm. black team that's mm. run by black people they and they're doing well. Then they did let him, either let him go soon. Mm. I think they will oh, after this. come and see me for a skin fed because them drinks wouldn't last too long. <laughs> <laughs> so there's about six left. One step at a time. Don't yeah, one step, one at, step a at a time. That's what we mean. We've got to focus yeah. on the game. You know what I mean? And also as well, mm-hmm. to the England team as well, and to Gareth Southgate, you know, I would say that he's done really, really well. I like the fact that he's picked a really... Di- this is the most diverse team what else is he going to do? Is he going to drag Rooney? What else is he going to do? Well, this is He's the thing. Like, giving them no ratings of done well. I don't want to... I just, I just, I just can't... I just I have to rate well. him a little bit because the way that the press have been with Raheem Sterling, he could have left but him this out is, there this to is handle what, it. Well, this is what we've got. This is mm. what we've got. We've got talented young bucks like Raheem Sterling mm. and co... And this is what you need to be doing, playing mm. them. I'm not giving you props for doing the right no, thing. I have to, simply because there are actually black players who I, I feel like, like the older generation, like the Ian Wrights of this world, who haven't been saying anything in defence of Raheem or making yeah, sure... Yeah, I'm saying I'm going to talk up in defence of Raheem. Of course, we've said that. Yeah. I'm saying that I'm not going to st- be here giving star jumps for, 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 what's that man's name, that missed the penalty, that's their that's their, their, their Oh, manager. Gareth. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Why am I giving Gareth, him star Gareth, jumps Gareth for? Southgate. Oh, well, no, you know why? You, no, look, at the end of the day, as a manager, mm. I think we don't, we don't understand the levels. As a manager, you have to manage 30 grown men yeah. who individually probably make a lot more money than you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you, you've, you've got to understand this. It's not hard. It's like just a normal Prem team. Mm. You know, they've all got egos. They mm. might not all get on with each other. Mm. So you have to put this squad together mm. and, and get the confidence in them. Mm. Like Raheem Sterling, you can see from his first couple, his like first couple of performances, mm. his mind's all over the gap. Mm. But that's what he's, I'm saying. He's missing, but, but then, you know, you're, you're not going to get everything right and get, get the best out of everyone. It's just not possible. No, so what I'm saying is none of that, I'm not placing mm. none of that black boy joy that you do see when he does deliver the goods. Mm. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not giving that rating to, 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 to Gareth Southgate. No, 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 I'm, I'm not saying... I'm looking at it. It's like, yeah, that, that's, that's them. I, mm. I, I feel like we're taking care of our own peoples now. You know, I, I feel like, the, like us lot in terms of the spectators, we are. But I feel there's a responsibility on the elder generation of black footballers yeah. who, to me, there there's a lot of them that haven't said 
jack shit. They're Never not will. supporting. Never will. You're going to get players like Raheem and all them young ones who are going to feel feel a certain way because mm. I feel like they should should have made sure that what happened to them when they were playing Can't in their head shouldn't be happening to them. How is it we're in 2018 and we're still watching Raheem getting dragged from pillar to post by the likes of Piers Morgan, by the likes of The Sun, by the likes of The Daily Mail Nuts. and none of you lot are saying anything. In fact, Ian more or less backed what Piers was saying about the tattoo on um, Raheem's, to to Raheem's leg. Did he? Yeah. Please don't tell me that. Him, bloody, even frigging, right even though, um, Frank Bruno as well, he's oh, an idiot. On. I don't expect too much from him, so I wasn't surprised. But the fact of the matter is, you look right, all... Right, he was supporting no. against... Yeah, oh, I'm just like, are, are you kidding, I'm, are you I'm kidding very me? I'm very disappointed to hear that. Are you that? kidding me? I'm very disappointed to hear that, Ian. I'm very disappointed. <sighs> it's not enough. It can't just be Stan Collymore Where did he say speaking it? out. Where did Ian say it? on the <coughs> punditry or, or on TV or I think in print? Or when what? He, I think he when um, when the story broke, mm. he was obviously everybody people were giving he was giving his opinion about it. Right, right. And I, I'm not sure if that's what was one of the reasons as to why Stan him and Stan got into it. Mm. But yeah, I mean, there was I just, some, there, there was some, I don't, I'm, I, I just don't hear yeah, enough. I need to try and I don't think. hear I need enough. To try and there's and enough of them. There's and enough of them there. I'm sorry, it's it's, it's inexcusable. No, you're right. I 100% agree with you. I need to look up um, Wrighty's comments, but you know, I mean, Stan didn't hold back, did he? And you know, I, I think a lot of <laughs> things about. I'm telling you, I think a lot of things about Stan Collymore. But mm. I mean, he made some pointed comments about who Ian Wright chooses to work for, and you know, really, when one looks at the history of of of, of, of those um, establishments, you kind of you sort of do draw breath like, and say, "What's going on well, here?" You know, for some people, it might just be paper and it might just be work. But you know, there you are his, you can't th- dump down gallon and open your mouth. No, no, no. I mean, I think you can. I think you can. It doesn't. You it can't doesn't. Do what? What'd you say? Dump down, down and open your and open your mouth about Orika Johnson. I mean, I mean, we're not going to forget that. But I'm saying that some of the things that he said, mm. and specifically, it doesn't make what what he did to Orika obviously was entirely wrong. But mm. what he's saying in regards to race and football, it's not invalid. It's not it's definitely not because it happens to be true. Do you see what I'm saying? And, and like, I was talking specifically about... He, he raised some points in relation to, like, Ian Wright. I mean, you know, he, what did he call him? Did he call him an Uncle Tom or something like that? Yeah. That's, you know, I'm not necessarily focusing on that, but just about, you know, you working for the sun, and we called it the scum, and things like that. Mm. And those do make you pause and think, what are you, you know doing? what, we've got to look at that, and we've got to critically analyse mm. that, that piece of criticism. Because... You know, we know what the sun's about because when I mm. see a certain demographic of, of, of guys reading the sun, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. And then and people say, oh, I'm just reading it for the sports pages. Mm. I'm like, you've got to be a bit more discerning about what you choose to have in your hands. This, this is it. You can't. And were they one of the main main um, newspapers that have been tearing Raheem Look, to shreds? Their, their history of... of, of certain things are just it's just appalling it's not even it just doesn't begin well with apparently Raheem. um in liverpool the sales of their newspapers next to nothing because of the way that they um, covered hillsborough. hillsborough of course that's standard mm. it's disgusting it was foul it's not, it's not liverpool no the paper's not in liverpool i think they banned it it's, it's totally it's absolutely yeah. foul Good. I think we need to follow everyone else across the country needs to follow suit because they don't rate anybody other other than just like kind of like 
Who did they rate? No one, really. No. Alan Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But yeah, we keep... We keep... I don't know. Who wrote the headline about... Was it um, Gareth Bale at last of football? It's someone we can look up to. No, it wasn't Gareth Bale. It was Harry Kane. They were Harry Kane, about. sorry. Harry Kane. Um, was it The Sun? I think so. There you go. They know who they love. Mm. So, yes. Anyway, we will carry on watching... Unfortunately, Nigeria, can't watch you no more. So now we've got to suffer England <laughs> and watch them instead. Now, I wish, I wish the boys well. I particularly wish um, young um, Ruben, what's his name? The little hottie. Oh, the one that you posted. Oh, Lord, that is a fine specimen. <laughs> fine specimen of I will, a I will continue to watch and enjoy. But yes, <laughs> I'm rooting for you. So right, let's move on to... Um, Shady Corner and you are the light. Is there anyone in that you want to put into Shady Corner, Cheryl? My two fake. Can it just F off into Shady Corner? Wait, have you still you still got that? I got it when I was in that trial and it took me out for a, a day or two. And then it went and then I had antibiotics. And then um, I was supposed to have an appointment to assess my mouth so they could take it out. I missed that appointment because of the trial. So then I went on holiday at the end of the case. It flared up on holiday, two days. One of the days I was in bed one night, I was crying, thinking, you know what, I want my mum and I want to go home. When are you having it seen, that, looked at? Sorry. No, I, I missed that appointment, didn't it? So then I finished the trial Friday. I've flown out on Saturday. So it's flared up. I've come back. I've got treatment for it out there, Nigeria. I've come back. And then I've just, it's flared up again recently. My Her toothache has flared up. So it's it's, it's, it's in, in shady, it's in shady corner because it's it's using shady corner. Nigeria, just, just no, Nigeria the general. tooth. Nigeria, and you the put tooth. your own tooth. I'm putting my tooth, the gum surrounding it, me for not getting it seen in shady corner. You know, right now, he's gone around my jaw. I've got a pain in this ear now. It's horrible. No painkillers. Listen, I'm on everything, mate. <laughs> Everything. So, 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 have you been to the dentist? I oh, have. Yeah. yeah, I went to the dentist. I got squeezed in. Just started some some hearing thing on Wednesday. I went to the dentist in the morning. That's why I might sound. I might just say that's why I might sound a little bit lackluster mm. here because it's like all it's right in, my in the jaw. back. Yeah, feels like tooth pain is the worst. It's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. So, yeah, kids, that's how I feel. Your teeth. But to go into the light, mm. uh, see you, Damon. Damon is leaving <laughs> us now. Say goodbye to our listeners. I had to listen and suffer <laughs> listening it's to you been again. Fantastic, uh, as always. As always, <laughs> it's been fantastic. Um, I hope your teeth, your tooth, gets better. Can you, Virgin? Don't interrupt. Hurry up, man. Exactly, Cheryl. It's been fantastic. Mm. Love you and leave you luck okay. and the listeners. Thank you very much so for having me. So I just want to, what I want to put into the light, I mean, we're not there yet, but mm. we'll be there on Sunday. What are we doing on Sunday? It's the best month of the year, baby. July. <laughs> Woo! Birthday season is come again! <laughs> Shady corner you so, go. <laughs> into the light. I just want to put, because you know what? You see, when it comes to June, mm. and let me just, I just have to say this. When it comes to June, I see all these cats talking up in the video. 
<laughs> acting like he want to be a, be an artist. <laughs> Talking about, ah, yeah, this, that, June, 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 you'll be trying it. (laughs) Because really, you got the first two letters right, but it's all about July. So anytime I see the gas in June, I'm like, I have to say, June, this month has been trying to be Lissy, I know. Everything's been hard. What is happening? I've had to like box, like, my covers, I've not slept with any sheets on this entire month. It's been amazing. And let me tell you something. You see, anyhow, Mother Nature tries (laughs) to bring July into some No, I think you do. No, let's just keep this going until late September. No, that's what I'm saying. Let it be like this. So I can be like, uh It's July. I sometimes wish I was born in the summer. My birthday's in December. It's just frigging cold all the time. The thing is, it's so weird because I I am a sun baby. That's why, Cheryl, that's why, you know, I'm always out of here. Because I cannot take it. I do not want to wake up on my birthday looking at snow. Not even snow. When you're in London, the snow is not even white. It's like dust. Dutty grey. Yeah, like grey. What kind of depressing life? I'm supposed to be celebrating the day that, you know, I blessed everyone with my presence. <laughs> Amen. And here I am looking at dusty, crusty, nasty snow. Yeah. I can't, I literally, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm just saying it because obviously I'm not born in winter, but it just feels odd, isn't it? Because it's, no, it's I, you know right, why man. I say that as well? Because in, I think the thing is about June <clears> and July <throat> and then when the summer's like this and when the weather's like this, rather, you know, you're on a natural high anyway. So I always feel, whether I'm going to do something for my birthday or not, mm. I always feel really bubbly around this time of year. And, yeah. I, and I find it really difficult to work. I've got so much work to do, but I'm just looking at it like, but it's, it's summer, it's I shouldn't be park. working, right? Yeah. So you feel that natural <coughs> gas anyway. So I'm thinking like, in December, mm. I'm more in hibernation mode. That I'm not is up, how down I'm and... forcing myself to yeah. go. I don't want to. There's Christmas popping off. There's all kinds of things popping off in December. Right? But I'm just like, I'd like to stay indoors. Please. When's your birthday in December? 13th. Imagine your birthday was like December 20th. What are you doing? You're in some kind of Christmas limbo. <laughs> Listen, let me tell <laughs> you what Christmas people limbo. used to do. And I, have to get, I had to get people together. So it's my birthday now. Oh, here's your birthday and Christmas present. I said, do I look like what? Jesus? <laughs> what? My birthday is the 13th of December. Jesus yeah, no. was allegedly born on the 25th. Let's not get yeah. the dates mixed up. Don't try You it. give me my birthday Separate. present on my birthday and you give... Listen. I want a From birth. Piece. Actually, my mum set the standard for that because she was just weren't having it. Yeah. Two, and my brothers were built, born on the 1st of December as well. Yeah, come born on. December babies. It's got to be about but double like, presents. Don't try and mug my kids off like that. No. Two presents. No, I'd probably try that as well. <laughs> <laughs> to think of it, but no, you're right. It's like, no, I would never have it. But yeah, no. But yeah, no, July's going to be lit, don't yeah. worry. It's going to be good. I have a good feeling. It feels like we're having like a good summer yeah. so far, thus far. Let it continue, but let the killing stop, man. So, you are the light. Um, okay, so I want to shout out to DJ Target. Facebook. Um, for his book called Grime mm. Kids. I have to shout out Target. Like I've known him for a number of years. I used to work with him and all the original members of Roll Deep doing styling. And I've literally seen them guys come from absolute nothing to kind of in, individually kind of building their own careers, like doing amazingly well, Target, Day2K, Flow Down, like all of them have got individually got legit, amazing careers and doing amazing things in the music industry so it was really nice to kind of see like just this this book literally grime music being immortalized in a book 
you know, this this little sound that came out of, you know, East London, just a bunch of kids who came together and just decided we're going to create something, and they did, and now, how many years later, here it is in a book. Today he tweeted he's going to start selling merchandise, grandkids' merchandise. I'm like, what is going on? It's, it's just really bizarre seeing this, like, little... This this thing growing into this this beast. So I'm really. I think it's important as well because it is very. We've spoken about. I think it's been you. No, maybe it's me. Another friend has spoken about how important it is to kind of really try to immortalize some of the things that we create mm. in terms of. Yeah, you know, it might be just entertainment. I mm. say I'm not. I don't mean it like that. But you know, in some people's eyes, it might be just entertainment. Mm. But you see, when from the ground up. There are, you know, tastemakers, musicians, sounds, DJs, artists, you know, and, and that have created these things out of their oh, own talents. Yeah. I think we, we should... I'm glad when it gets mm. set down in something like this in mm. print. So it's there because that, that outlives the person, yeah. you know. It might even outlive... Because <coughs> you might have the music and then we when we get older, we'll look back and be like, oh, I remember that tune, I remember them. Mm. But then when we go, maybe like our kids might be like, oh, that's some wet <laughs> shit. Like, right? But when you've got it in print, yeah. and then, you know, one of my friends um, had it on her um, Insta stories and mm. she was like annotating, like she was taking maybe a mm. picture of the book and then annotating it and saying, oh my gosh, this is like... Every every Saturday in my twenties or something mm. that she said, and it's there, so it's there for you for someone to look back. And even maybe if they weren't part of it, mm. it captures the spirit yeah. of it. I really like that. Like you remember that. the moment? Oh, you might, I remember when this tune came out, and maybe I was in college or I was doing this. You just have like these little seminal moments that you that you remember. Mm. So um, it's big. So for well target to come out with the idea to like, I'm gonna, just going to put it in a in a book. And the launch party was really good. Like, they, they set it off in there. Jammer was there. If you know Jammer, he's got this amazing energy. And it was just like a little grand party. Everyone mm. just got up on the stage and started emceeing. Mm. And it was great. And I'm just like, Target, look what you've done. Mm. This is amazing. So keep keep moving forward. I think then... The, keep that same energy. Yeah. I think next, that has to be our phrase <laughs> of the year. Keep that same energy. No, for real. <laughs> like, the next generation are literally going to be really inspired to kind of, you know, start their own thing and maybe in the next 10 years, 15 years, or whatever the case may be, they're going to be able to document that as well. And they realise mm. that it's, you know, it's not, it's not new. It's not new. Mm. We've been here. We've been We've doing this. We've got the this. blueprint and we've been doing it. Mm. So it can be done. Like, you can come from, you know, an estate in East London and you can make it if, mm. you, if, if that's what you if that's what you desire, but you do have to grind. Them not have been grinding mm. with nothing and they just had their talent and creativity and they, they did it, mm. you know, and they're, they're still doing it. You've seen bloody restaurants pop up. J2K's got something to do with that. Mm. We've got Manga, who's like an amazing lyricist who putting out his own music, selling his T-shirts mm. and just like doing incredible things. I think Danny's got his own, his own label. Like they're doing stuff, so it can be done. So shouts out to them lot. Go and get Grime Kids. You can get it on audio as well if you need to, which I'm going to get because I don't want to bet up my book because, you know, it might be worth some money one day. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I want to shout out to Akala as well, who recently received his doctorate from Oxford Brooks University. I'm surprised he didn't have, like, a doctorate 
already, to be quite frank, because he's so just like, oh, his brain is just amazing. I can literally sit there and listen to Akala speak mm. all day mm. and never be disappointed. Mm. Never. So yeah, well congrats done to him. him. And then lastly, Jazzy the Comedian, yesterday he posted a, a video in regards to him overhearing some of his, I don't know if they were black, his black friends or just acquaintances, again, degrading black women. And he had to pull them up and be like, listen, I don't know what your problem is, but when you're around me, I don't want to hear none of that. Blah, blah, blah. Shouts out to black women. This is like, this foolishness needs to stop. So the reason I'm shouting him out, and I know there are other black men who do that as well, is that we need more black men to kind of pull up other black men to tell them to stop with the foolishness. Because the reality, reality is, it can't just be black women turning around and saying, you need to stop doing this. Firstly, it's more powerful if one man speaks to another man because you're more, they're more likely to listen to each other. For us to keep doing it, it's tiring. So you mm. lot, if you consider yourself a true ally, ally again and somebody who, you know, is really down for, like, protecting and upholding black women, then you'll do exactly what Jazzy did and tell whoever is around you to stop speaking foolishness about us. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, Jazzy, I'm, I'm, I'm bigging you up for that one. Appreciate it, man. And can we end this by asking... The same thing that Terry Crews is asking. Thank you. For men to be your brother's this is, keeper. This is for you at the end of the day. And to like, just to hold your yeah. fellow guys accountable for some of the BS that's mm. going on. That's all. Mm. We've it's been two girls in a mic. <laughs> and that is it for now. Shell's going to look after her tooth and I'm going to head back to South London. We out. <laughs>